This episode of Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs, is sponsored by Meyer Business Law and is intended for general educational purposes. It's for fun. For specific professional advice, reach out to any one of us. Today, we're going to talk about managing relationships from a business owner's point of view. Hi, I'm Aisha Hamilton with the Hamilton Law Firm. And I'm Elisa McCabe with First Steps Financial. And I'm Jason Meyer of Meyer Business Law. And I'm Josh Irons, the CEO of River Avenue Digital. We're all bosses. And if you're running a business or a team or running your own career, then you're a boss too. These days, we're all entrepreneurs using our wits and our enduring creativity to stay nimble and to turn whatever we've got into success. The gang and I all run companies that help other bosses with different aspects of their enterprises. Because entrepreneurship is our passion, this is Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs. Business happens over years and years. Value is measured in total upside of a business relationship, not how much you squeeze out of any one deal. I think that's a, a quote from Mark Cuban. I just want to give credit where credit's due and not take um, that quote as my own, which sometimes I do. Um, relationships are all we have at the end of the day. So we have to make sure that we're creating lasting, strong relationships and I'd argue, and I'd win the argument that relationships are the most important part of running a business. Um, when I started my business, I kind of came from running a business that was on a national level. So my network wasn't local. And I had to figure out quickly how to create a local network and build relationships that way. And as a business leader, that's what you have to do. And not only do you have to build these relationships, but you have to maintain them. So I've gathered my friends and experts in relationship building, and I'm going to start a conversation with them about how they do it. And hopefully you'll get some tips about ways that um, you can find success in this. So Elisa, how do you go about making new business relationships? And then more importantly, how do you keep those relationships? So I actually, um, because of COVID and because of the pandemic, I, I have stopped going to in-person networking. There's so few available now. I've actually joined this thing called Lunch Club and I love it. I, I get you know, they tell me like, oh, here, you might be a good match with this person. Every single person I've talked to, I've really, really liked. So that's been a way for me to meet new people. And then I just, every time I talk to them, and if we do have a real connection, like, I mean, I like them, you know, they, they turn out to be nice people. I always say like, hey, can we forward this conversation? Let's talk again in a month. And so we, we set up another call to talk and I've developed these great relationships with people and um, they are also like-minded in the sense that they value the relationships. They're not just looking to, you know, get a quick hit and look for a client because you remember those people at networking. I, I call them the, the box checkers, people that are at networking events just to check the box to say that they did it. Mm -hmm. 
And how many people can they put their business card in? How many hands can they put their business card in? Right. It's, it's quantity over quality in that case. Yeah, for sure. Jason, you have an extensive network and I'm sure that uh, breakups have had to happen. So <laughs> how, do you, how have you approached that subject? Because like, like Elisa said, not everybody is there for the right reasons and not everybody's there to build a relationship. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, what immediately comes to mind are the words of that great American sage and philosopher, the decades old advice um, of Neil Sedaka breaking up is hard to do um there, there's so many dimensions to that josh and, and 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 let's maybe just focus in on the sort of informal business relationships sort of you know networking allies informal kinds of places because if it was formal uh then then i would take us to the topic of our next podcast, which is you should have had a contract in place that told exactly how to break up uh, and how to go through it and when you could do that. And then you just follow the recipe. Um, but in the more informal world, um, you know, I, I think, you know, the first thing that my years of time in business has taught me is <laughs> if your gut tells you that it's uh, that you're not getting something out of it. Um, and that something may, doesn't need to be dollars. It could just be psychic support. It could be that you're putting time into something that you think is larger and worth value. But when you get to the point where it's like, you know, I'm not saying really return here and I'm, I'm having, you know, I'm having my own uh, psychic piece disturbed, trust your gut um, and move on. Now, you know, I think it's critical not to do things in a way where people feel you've left them holding the bag, uh, where people feel you've backed out on your obligations because that's just going to, you know, feedback to you the wrong way. Um, but I, you know, I'll put it this way. It's coming to the end of the year and in all kinds of groups, I'm seeing people decide to, you know, to say things like, you know, I, I'm going to step out of this role next year. Really? Um, or, you know, I'm looking ahead at next year and I'm seeing that uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to downscale my involvement, you know. Um, and frankly, I think that that's, you know, I think that that's fair. Um, Jason, it is supposed so, to be you're so nice. Um, I I follow the ghosting technique of just simply drifting away. <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of you don't hear from me for for a substantial oh. amount of time, you could just assume that you and I are done. Oh my <laughs> God! So so now we have to be careful. We have to know if Aisha's ghosted us. And you'll been, never know what that time period is either. I know it's it's been a week. What I wonder if she's I wonder if she just broke <laughs> up with right. me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, right. that's I was getting all these old memories were coming rushing back to me. Oh my god. So I mean, but honestly, I I have to say, Aisha, like that is sometimes how you break up with somebody, especially if it's in an uncomfortable thing where you don't want to necessarily do a public break from that person. Well, and in, in, in a networking setting, that's, that's really what we're talking about, right? Yeah. So um, breaking up with an employee is a little bit different. You can't just ghost them. <laughs> you could in some instances, but, but by and large, you can't. But in a, in a networking setting, right, you mm -hmm. really have to be protective of the amount of time you're spending on some venture. You have to be smart about like, 
are the people in the room the types of relationships you want to develop, right? We just mm-hmm. talked about people who throw business cards at you. There's a reason I don't do a whole lot at the Chamber of Commerce anymore. It, that wasn't the right room for me. Though right. some of the friends I made and have kept since then are the people you connect with, but sometimes you have to ghost the organization. Hmm. Interesting. That, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And what I've done since, I mean, I had to start my network from scratch is I said, all right, here's what I'm going to do. There's going to be four networking groups that I join. I'm going to replace ones that don't give me a return on my, my investment. And by investment, I just mean time. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I'm building relationships and that's the sign of a good group and a good group of people. And if I'm not building those relationships or if people are just looking at me for their next lead, then I'm out of there really quickly. And I, I'll ghost them too. I, <laughs> Aisha. I, I'll, I'll just be like, they'll be like, Wait, that guy hasn't showed up in a while. And then I'd be like, yeah, and that guy's not coming back. <laughs> <He's> not coming <laughs> back. <laughs> I love it. Well, and it's, you know, I don't think it's that, that, you know, the group necessarily has to be, you know, formally return, you know, a formal return on your investment. Like if I don't get X referrals out of this group, you know, per month, then, you know, I've done the math and the time I'm putting in isn't worth it. You may get something out of just being with people who are like-minded, getting a charge out of being there, being able to see other faces, or maybe the group has some social purpose or some community purpose that you think Mm -hmm. is worth contributing to. Um, but, you know, I would say moments of dis you know, recurring moments of discomfort uh, are often a reason to to just um, f- politely find the exit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's that's a key to the entire thing. And I, I mean, I also think that if you go into networking and you understand that you're, you're in it for the long haul. I mean, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be easy. That's what your sales process is for. Your networking is to build relationships. And some of these relationships in, in a year, when you stay top of mind with somebody, they'll say, hey, Josh, um, your name came up and I want to introduce you to so-and-so. And if that person's a good person, they're probably going to introduce you to a person who's like-minded as well. So I think that's it's all about your approach. Well, you, you may raise a good point there, Josh, which is, you know, if we're talking about networking or those kinds of groups, when you go in, part of what you should be thinking about is, am I ready for the long haul with this group? Right. I don't want to be, the, I don't want to be the business card hander outer where like I'm here, I hand out my cards, I'm gone. You know, if it does, if I don't get referrals in the first month, forget it. Um, you better be prepared for the long haul. So if those are people that you're not prepared to spend some long haul time with, then, you know, maybe you visit and then you have the ability to say, this wasn't my group. And sometimes it's, it's, yeah, I, I've actually gotten more picky since I have to spend time with people. I, you know, since the pandemic, I am not as open as I was. Like I used to spend a lot of time with a lot of people and I've really cut back on that because I realized that, you know, time is precious. Um, And so I try to find like-minded people in the sense that I need somebody who's open-minded when I tell someone that my business is hundred percent remote and they say, Oh, well, you can't make relationships unless you see people in person. I go, Oh, we're not a good fit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll swipe left. <laughs> Look at us ghosting and swiping. <laughs> <laughs> well, does, does this ever explain college to me? <laughs> 
well, let's uh, let's take it to the next step. We'll be back with our boss moves of the week right after this message. Hi, it's Jason again. I love entrepreneurship, the energy, the optimism, the enduring creativity it takes to build a team, build a business, overcome challenges and succeed on an idea and limited resources. And that's why I left the big law firms to start or help run nine different privately held businesses. And it's why in 2009, I founded Meyer Business Law. Meyer Business Law is a law firm dedicated to entrepreneurs and the businesses that they run. Our mission is to provide you with counsel and value at every stage and every step, from startup to formation, to growing and expanding, to making your relationships formal, to your exit, and all the contracts, deals, and challenges in between. Find out more about us at MeyerBusinessLaw.com, and then let's talk about your company and your goals, because Meyer Business Law is counsel for growing businesses. All right, boss moves. Elisa, what's yours? Um, come up with some key questions to ask people to know uh, in the beginning if they're a good fit for you. Aisha? Okay, this is a boss move that someone shared with me on a call yesterday. And I thought, oh, this is fucking brilliant. Like this is what you need to walk into a room with every time. When somebody says to you, hey, how you doing? Don't just say, hey, I'm great. How are you? Have a sentence about the most recent exciting project that you've been working on. Oh. Hey, I, I'm, I'm in a great mood because I just got done doing X. It tells <gasps> them what you're doing. It shows them excitement and, and what you do for a, a living, right? Because that's what you're talking about. Or you could talk about, hey, I just got back from this fantastic vacation hiking in the Adirondacks or whatever, whatever it is, um, have something ready to go. That's a little bit more than I'm fine. How are you? Great. Let's move of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sorry. Can you, can, like, do it. <laughs> can you just like drop the mic now? Yeah. Okay. That one was great. All right, Jason, try to top that one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, my, my boss move is consider the power of positive thinking, but I don't mean that in the Andrew Carnegie sense. I mean that as in, is the networking experience leaving you feeling positive, mm. right? Uh, and to me, that's more important than whether it's like, how many referrals did I get this week and how am mm -hmm. I doing on business? There is, we go through, you know, there's so much down out there, right? Um, we're all super busy um what is it we can use we can just use the pleasure and the power of being with other human beings um and enjoying you know and enjoying the social aspects of being human the social intercourse if you will um and if you're if you're in a networking experience it's like it's not charging you up that tells you one thing. I, I I will say I just recently joined a networking group I wasn't in. I was actually when I was first invited to visit them, I was like, I'm not going to join that group. I don't have time. I'm not really interested. And I dropped into that group a couple times, and it was just happened to be a group of people who were like super positive, like mm. power on entrepreneur people. And it was like business or not, this is worth spending an hour with every year, every week because I'm just going to get a pep talk from being around other people who like really want to grow their business and are prepared to put in the time to do it. And I get a lift out of that. 
So that's good. Look for the positive. That's awesome. And my boss move is that there's 24 hours in a day and you need to use it wisely and understand there's 24 hours in everybody else's day. So respect their time too. If it's not a match, if it's not something that's going to be fruitful, a long-term relationship, just ghost them. (laughs) That's right. And and respect them. And for instance, respect them by not showing up 10 minutes late when you have a podcast scheduled to record with them. Although as as if that had ever happened to me personally. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for participating today. I want to thank the audience for listening to us. And we have some great episodes coming up. So stay tuned. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Bosses for Bosses, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs. And learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to, like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create, and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.